we have to wonder that we are created in the image of God. Can we be defeated by problems created by us as human beings, small gods? If we are able to create problems, I'm sure that we can solve them. My brother used to say that a problem in a paper cannot defeat me, for it has no possibility of becoming more than it is, while I, on the other hand, actually can become more than I am today. Hello, Baby Daddy family. This is your boyfriend, The Alchemist. You're listening to Baby Daddy SA podcast. Thank you for joining us tonight as we continue on emotional intelligence. And we're going to be talking about the relationship that uh, emotional intelligence has with problems. So basically, we're looking at problems, having a relationship with our emotions, which is sad, you know. But have you ever thought about, you know, a small problem? Maybe let's say that you had to ask someone out uh, and you kept thinking about it all night, possibly. And you ended up thinking about the ways that it could go wrong. You know, how thinking about all the possible ways they could reject you. Have you ever thought about a particular interview that you had to go to? And you followed up on it by thinking about all the 101 ways it could also go wrong. And you question yourself if you're even capable of doing the job that you applied for. And you start doubting yourself for the job that you applied for. Or you might even develop a headache after that. Well, for most of us, we have. And that is because our emotions that lead to feelings that we spoke about have a direct relationship with how we experience our problems. And yes, I said that our emotion feelings have a direct relationship to how we experience our problems. Most of the time, we tend to sidetrack or forget the way that we feel about a problem. Yet we wonder how we don't have the energy to tackle that uh, problem or solve the problem that we're experiencing. We might argue that we don't have the right mindset, but I would add that it's the emotional disalignment, you know, that we have towards that problem, the feeling we have towards that problem that causes us to have the lack of energy that we need to be able to solve the problem. You know, people will say like, uh, I don't feel like I'm in the right space to do this. Uh, I don't feel like I'm able to solve this problem. And why? Why is it happening? It's because you simply do not have enough energy to tackle the problem. And from our previous episode, we know that we can generate positive energy, which is positive emotions that can be used to solve any problem at any given time and make us feel good about ourselves and the situations that we find ourselves in. So what does this mean? This means that you can be in the right space you can feel like you're able to solve a problem at any time it is no longer a thing that will overwhelm you a problem will no longer overwhelm you it might overwhelm you in terms of its mental capacity or skill capacity that it needs from you to be able to solve it but emotionally it would not and i wish you know it was simple as i'm speaking right now that you can just do it like that but unfortunately you cannot so we have to come back to reality and look at the steps that i think are important you know 
that allow us to be able to actually solve a problem in reality. But first, let's look at three types of problems that I find that we usually encounter in our lives, at least in our lifetime that I know that people usually encounter. So this year I had an opportunity to host, well, to be one of the speakers on a mentorship workshop that we had at Pambil Initiative. By the way, Pambil Initiative is a non-profit organization that focuses on reducing high school and university dropouts. Uh, they do this by mentoring learners and helping them apply to university. It's really, really an awesome initiative. And if you would like to be someone that participates, please visit their Instagram page at Pambil Initiative. And also they do have a Facebook page and they have a website at Pambili Initiative. Uh, npc.org if I'm not mistaken yeah but I'll put that on the information on our podcast anyway so as I was saying there are three types of problems one is that it's a physical problem number two it's a mental and emotional problem three is the spiritual problem a lot of people don't believe in spiritual problems but anyway, I believe that they actually are spiritual problems. So physical problems, with time, they get better. And the reason that happens is because you become numb or you gain tolerance. While for mental and emotional problems and spiritual problems, actually, you actually get worse with time. There's this indirect proportionality that we find that, leads to this reaction whereby the longer you think about it or the longer you do not resolve the problem it actually becomes worse and we look at things like depression and other you know being sad and other mental illnesses the more you delay on solving it the more it actually causes you more harm so I know that most of you right now are asking, Fred, give us an example. We want to know. So let's say that I have a speech competition to attend. I am feeling anxious about it because obviously I'm going to be speaking in front of a lot of people and everyone gets nervous about that, right? Absolutely. So I think about it and the more I think about it, about my speech and what needs to be updated on it, you know, the more I actually have sleeping problems because I can't sleep. I'm thinking about the things that I could do better, about the corrections that I could do on my speech to make it better. So I end up getting a headache because of this. I can't sleep. I have a headache. Worst part is that I open my laptop to look at my speech and I don't find anywhere to start fixing, you know. And this happens a lot with people who know that they are writing maybe a big exam they studied they know that they studied but when they go to bed they're thinking about the chapters that uh, they can't recall now and they feel like getting up they get up they take their books but they're not able to get it same thing happens when you have a big meeting you know you know that you have a proposal you prepared your slides everything is on par but then instead getting this you know these emotions and you're creating a problem that didn't exist and it suddenly creates a ripple of chaos in your life in just a few hours so now listen this is a true story that i'm about to share i had a friend of mine i'm sorry man for for sharing this but i'm not gonna say the name anyway so i had a friend a friend of mine who had a problem 
<laughs> so each time before a test, he would actually wake up at 5 a.m. and he'd, he'd have a runny tummy. And at the same time, he'd feel nauseous and vomit. True story, guys, to be honest. Really true. One day he woke up. He sneezed and farted at the same time. Oh my gosh, I thought that he was going to die. Like you can't release air on both ways the same time. <laughs> the same time, I was so shocked, guys. I really, really was so shocked that I was actually concerned that, man, you can't be doing this, you know. You can't sneeze at the same time and fart like you're about to die. But anyway, he didn't die and he passed the exams. So here we see how we ourselves can escalate a problem we feed our problems with our emotions and we make them stronger and we become weak in the process we feel overpowered and the truth is we actually are overpowered by our problems so let's do an exercise this exercise is used in neurolinguistic programming which is you know nlp for short and i'm seeing a lot of you know, moderated methods resurfacing with neuroscientists in our days where people can heal themselves. But for the sake of this episode, we're going to call our method the problem evaporate method. So I think there's about 11 steps to it. Actually, is the 13, yeah, 13 steps to it. So step one is that you want to find a place that is comfortable. So you want to be in a comfortable space. Step two, you want to lay down or sit down. Step three, you want to close your eyes and try to relax. Step four, I want you to look, you know, uh, be conscientious of the way that you're breathing. Do not take control. Just notice it. Do this for six breaths. You know, breathe in and breathe out using your nostrils. Step six, I want you to feel the blood in your veins and arteries. Actually feel it surging through your whole body, in your arms, in your legs, you know, in your head. I want you to feel the small, slight palpitations that are taking place. Step six, I want you to feel your head relaxing, your neck, your shoulders, your chest, your arms, your hands, your stomach, your hips. I want you to let go of your hips, stop being tense. Let go of your legs, your knees. There's a sense of ease coming in your knees. Let your legs and your feet finally relax. You are relaxing right now. Yes, you actually are relaxing. Feel the relaxation coming through your whole body. Step seven, I want you to visualize the problem. It's big and round as a room that you find yourself in. And see it being round. It's so hard as cement. You touch it and it's so smooth on the surface. Step eight, I want you to paint the round big problem. We're going to choose uh, very bright colors. So we're going to choose blue, yellow, green, and orange. We're not going to go with the red, black, or white. We're just going to use blue, yellow, green, or orange. So see yourself throwing a paint on it or see yourself painting it for a few minutes. Uh, I'm going to be choosing blue. So I'm seeing my big, big round problem uh, being painted blue. And now that you see that we're on step nine, I want you to move away from it. 
take five steps away from it and see it look at it i want you to move around it see it in a 3d view all around it move around and i want you to step close to it again now and i want you to hug it your arms are wide open in your head uh, and you're hugging it you're actually hugging it step 11 i want you to breathe and when you breathe in nothing happens to the round ball but when you breathe out it actually decreases in size so i want you to breathe in right now and breathe out you're still using your nostrils by the way so you're breathing into your nostrils and you're breathing out because that's the purpose of you know having nostrils that it actually uh limits what goes in your lungs and what doesn't go in your lungs so it's very important that we breathe in using our nostrils but most of the time we forget uh we grow up to the night to the idea that we have to breathe in through our mouths anyway yeah let's continue so i want you to continue doing this and you see it getting smaller as you breathe out and smaller and smaller and smaller and do this until it gets small it might take about five minutes to uh, maybe 12. It depends how big your problem is and how are you feeling about it. Now, in step 12, the size of the ball is small as the normal ball. And now I want you to take deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And notice that when you breathe out, it actually shrinks nine times more. So... Let's try to do an exercise. So I'm going to be breathing in through my nose deeply and out. So you can see that I'm breathing out through my mouth. So in step 13, I want you to open your eyes and now try to look at the problem. What I'd usually do is that I would write the problem down on paper and then I would meditate on it. I would do the steps basically whereby i see the problem and i see it until it evaporates and then after that i'll look at uh, I'll open my eyes and look at the problem and then try to come with solutions and see what happens then and most of the time it does work over the past few days i've actually had an opportunity to speak to one of uh my doctors dr Couchman, who is an amazing amazing person shout out to dr couchman by the way so she has this method that she uses um you know to maintain emotions and to control emotion and energy and that is basically coloring on google arts so she she's using google arts to you know to channel energy and to make sure that she remains positive at all times to reduce stress and all of that and i think it's actually a good exercise to do because you're not going to be indulging in alcohol consumption you're not going to be uh, indulging in drugs and things like that you know things that actually you know uh, ruins your body and your health you actually be focusing on things that will make you better so i think this is actually one of the best ways that i've seen so far that you can do today you can go on the internet download the pictures a picture like a blank picture that you can color in you know it's google art i'm gonna add that onto the list as well so that you guys can read uh, you know my pronunciation might not <laughs> <laughs> be there yet it's not there yet anyway i guess you guys 
we'll understand that later but yeah so there's that activity that you can do that exercise that you can do it does not include all of the steps you know but i think it's these steps are very important because you're teaching yourself how to visualize and it will help you but this also helps because you're actually releasing stress in a way that's very mechanical instead of just sitting and you know and thinking about it and visualizing so it depends on who you are and how um how it's how would i say and how kind of static you actually are you know yeah so my friend you've detached any emotion any emotional connection that you have with the problem and now you can you know let your mental work do the solving of the problem because now you'll be energized you will have generated the right emotions and you know the right attitudes towards the problem because most of the time as i said before this is the problem and this is reminding me of a say that most people you know i know that tony robbins says this is that you know in life problems happen and it can either happen to you or happen for you and you get to choose which one sits well with you and for most motivated people the problems are happening for them it's just one of those building blocks you know that better their lives and you know make them better as individuals so with that being said i look forward to hearing from you guys about the problems that you have solved and you know the methods that we've been talking about in emotional intelligence and how it has actually affected your life thus far and don't forget to share this episode if you found it valuable in any way or form as i always say guys peace and love